Global Seraphim with Unforgiven featuring Nile Rogers. Espa with Spicy. SG Idol with Queen Card. And Hypen with Bite Me or Bite Me. Card with Icky. A Dreamcatcher with Bon Bon Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Jan. And we are CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Join us for another round of Is It Boppin' for the biggest K-pop releases of May 2023. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to CCTV, your go-to global pop music podcast. We have experience both on stage and behind the scenes in the music industry, so get ready for some insightful reviews and analysis of the biggest K-pop songs every month. Become part of our fantastic crew, including Lisette, Lily, Emily, Kevin, and Juliet by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cctvpops. And you can subscribe now so we can explore the world of pop music together. And a massive thank you to our Patreon crew for voting for their favorites. And of course, thanks to all of you who follow us on socials as well, because you have voted for the remaining slots. And I have to say, this is the most votes we've ever gotten on our Twitter poll because Hidden Card, y'all showed up. For all the new people here, just FYI, we are very honest with our reviews. Yes. So do we like it or not? You will find out. Uh, so stay tuned. And if you want to join in and have a say in future song selections for future episodes, make sure to subscribe, follow us on socials, and leave a comment with your picks. All right, so let's get into it. Did we have bops or flops in May 2023? Welcome to Is It Boppin'. Here we discuss the songs and discuss the production, lyrics, and videos, and everything in between. So let's find out. Do we have bops or flops? Up first is La Seraphim with Unforgiven featuring Niall Rogers. It was done by Score and Megatone of 13, Supreme Boy, Pontus Peterson, Jofen Glenmark, Anders Gucko, Gucko, excuse me, and Judith Wick, Nerman Harambasic, Benjamin, Feli Ferraro, Chris Jana, Kyler Nico, Young Chance, Glizzle, MKXYZ, Believe in Bell, aka Kiss of Life. And of course, Chris <laughs> and I have also contributed to this dang track because there's so many names. There's a lot and, of names. I was at first yeah. when I saw that, I was like, is there a sample? But I don't think so. This is just, yeah, they all had had their hands in there. <laughs> it's giving song camp. It's giving songwriting camp. This is who was in the room at the time. Mm-hmm. And then it went through like their in-house producers and Nile Rogers and such, you know, so that's what it's giving <laughs> right now. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so this is a powerful song. It definitely fits in sonically. So good for them for establishing a sound so yeah. early on in their career. Love the super heavy bass line, the kind of wiry western cowboy-esque sounds um obviously that's been used quite a lot uh in k-pop but i think this one actually still sounds pretty fresh Mm. um i like the way the whistles are are done and produced it still sounds very modern uh so kudos to i don't know who of these people did that but good for you um i do have to say my only critique with the production side of things Mm. and i tend to critique percussion just because i'm a drummer but the clap 
that they use, the very thin clap that they use. I think it could be something else. It could be something mm-hmm. so much stronger than that. Mm-hmm. I get that, you know, everyone loves that trap beat, but yeah. I think yeah. this song could have used something else to make it like more intense, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Something that yeah. sound something make it sound a little bit more dangerous than the guitar itself. Yes. Cause yeah, I, right. I think the guitar and the whistles and stuff, it does sound really strong. And then you yeah. just kind of get the very generic clap beat. So yeah. Uh, but overall, <laughs> very easy structure to follow. Uh, the hook is super, super catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, again, very in line with the past few La Seraphim title tracks. Uh, you know, you can sing along to that little kind of chanty hook kind of very quickly after mm-hmm. the first or couple times that you hear it. Uh, and the vocal production is really nice on the track. I do think there's a bit too much Melodyne Ooh. at times. Ooh, yeah. And, I, you know, that's just common in pop music in general anyway. But yeah. I think the vocal distribution is really well done. You know, you get different members doing the different parts of the chorus kind of every mm-hmm. single time. Then you get a nice little unison moment that does sound um, really full, but then it's kind of back in the mix as well. So at yeah. least it kind of gives you an interesting kind of push and pull there. And they all sound really confident and comfortable as well. So yeah, I enjoy it. What do you think? The song is fun. And I have some similar ideas about what you were saying too. But um, the 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 Western sound or like spaghetti Western specific, because that's like a genre of like film uh, and the music is just very much like... <laughs> that's spaghetti western right um this kind of sound hasn't been done to me in my opinion like a lot maybe conceptually like aesthetically mm-hmm. speaking you might see it in like sticker with by nct or not shy by itsy or non-stop by by oh my girl but production wise two yoon was like the first time i've ever seen like country and k-pop come together that was like that subunit for for four minute mm-hmm. and like kill bill with uh brown eyed girls right so this was nice to hear because for the past several years now, like fourth gen leading into this, I guess the advent of fifth, it's been a lot of noise, EDM, future bass, heavy music. And this is pretty like stripped back in terms of production without sounding too boring. Like where it's like, oh, we're relying on this feature here. Like, and you're like, why is he featured? Well, because he is who he is. Is like Carlos Santana. He doesn't sing a lick of music, but he plays the licks. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, I mean, I think as a follow-up to Anti-Fragile, this is a choice. A good one, I'm on the fence because structurally there are slight similarities like in the repeated phrases and the the intro, the standout mm-hmm. second verse, like there was lovey, 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 lovey. And now it's like, uh-uh, unforgiving, giving, giving. Like there's something that stands out in the second verse, which is fine. Like you said, they have a sound, so it's good. It's developed and it's obvious. Um. I think the gang vocals, like you mentioned, make it feel fresh. Um, and although the music style is unlike anything else that's out right now, Sonic Freshness isn't exactly enough to complete the full picture hmm. um, in terms of just like, for me, like this is your follow-up. Um, I do have like one I would rather them have promoted, but it's, it is what it is. Um, the Eve Psych and the Bluebeard's Wife. Yeah, just to kind of switch up yeah. their, their release so it doesn't seem like so like same-samey. Um, and I think they kind of knew that as well, because it's kind yeah. of they're kind of promoting it now, almost exactly. as if it's the second single. It's got its own video. Um, yeah. yeah, they're performing it on all the shows. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that for sure. I also much prefer that one. Yeah. So it's just it's just something that separates them from the pack as well. Um, mm-hmm. It separates them from the Rosalia comparisons as well. So mm-hmm. let's just kind of get away from it. And I think this kind of was like, Ugh. Um, like I said, uh, just i'll say about that's all i'll say about that uh the lyrics i do enjoy they're quite punchy and courageous um there's lines like 
unforgiven. Yes, I was bleeding. I was powerless. Used to lose every fight, but I ride. I, granted, it sounds crabby in English, but it sounds so good in that mm-hmm. pre-hook in Korean. I mean, it's delivered very well and it feels believable. Um, you know, honestly, I call the Seraphim my alto queen. They can hold down a good alto, an alto section. Some of them probably are sopranos, but I've noticed that they lean more toward like lower tones and actually hitting notes so they can, you know, sing in the studio. But I will say, kind of going in tandem with your Melodyne comment, I, I noticed certain singers being unable to hit the lower notes because they're not comfortable there. Or like, when she goes, um, don't give up. She doesn't quite hit the note. And I can hear it being altered in the <laughs> in the mix. But also when they do it live, even just standing still in the encore, she doesn't hit the note. So things like that happen. Or Sakura's parts, it's too low for her. So it comes to moments like that where I'm like, dang, sometimes it's, it's okay to be a good studio singer. But when you have k-pop kind of being like you have to be absolutely perfect all the time it gets a little like all right you already had that uh that critique back with anti-fragile so now it's like what's going on um but yeah again studio singers live singers you can tell who's who excels in which kind of like arena Mm -hmm. but um but yeah i mean overall as a song i think it's, it's it's right in line with who they are i keep saying that i've sells a lifestyle but they sell a story and they've definitely sold the story with this one for sure so what did you think of the video Oh, the video. That video was fun. I mean, the video of them in different environments of decorum and order, a restaurant, a school, roads were supposed to be order, right? They're all causing disruption of some sort. Um, It's pretty simple to grasp. It's rebellious and it screams, accept all parts of who you are, you know, especially with each person seeing like it's like the way the creative team aesthetically matches the girl's personality is the way I wish the writers would match the girl's vocals. Um, like Nte, I think my favorite part of the video is when she's putting ketchup on a cake. That is so cute. She's a young girl. The fact that she's just wandering with the cake with ketchup is hilarious to me. She wasn't on her knees like Kazuha was, you know, with her her wing. She wasn't ripping the wing off. So, but those things like that really kind of make you look at them and say, "Wow, this is the personality of the girl. She's the tough one." Or you have one wearing a pink dress, but she's in a she's wearing something really fancy, but then she's coming out like, oh yes, I'm all that in a bag of chips. Like you can tell yeah. his personality is who. And then of course, my lovely Che, she's great on that horse, like leading the troops. I was here for it. I will <laughs> say like, um, stylistically though, again, it was just a sequel to Anti-Fragile with the denim. It's just an edgier Anti-Fragile costuming. Just mm-hmm. And I was like, dang it. That's another reason why I wish it wasn't such a close release, but... What can you do? So I think they're at a point where they're kind of releasing samey kind of things just so that they can establish their sound. I feel like this was common with a lot of artists, more so back in like maybe 90s, 2000s, where the first couple singles all kind of sound the same. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, this is working, like just keep it going and make these fans that are already there just like solidified fans. Right. And then they use their second single, right? This Bluebeard track as yeah. kind of a sonic progression to kind of then expand, but then mm-hmm. by making it the second single, it's not as big of a risk because you still yeah. have that title one to to point to. Yes. So yeah, I hope I hope that's a sign that they will take a bit more risk both visually and sonically moving forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the music video overall. I will say I do think there is a lot of fluff in it. I think these girls are really strong performers and they have mm-hmm. been since the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. And they've, really even improved since then but all my favorite parts in this video are just the more simple ones actually mm-hmm. like the hotel with them you know zooming in and then dancing on the tables yeah. with with yunjin in the elevator and those two like older people just like staring at her 
it's all those little things where they're kind of just serving to the camera with not yeah. too much going on around them and not too much direction that I find to be the most strong. I think the kind of forced stuff, like, yes, I think the image of the horse is, is cool. Like the yeah. burning wing was cool, but like not totally necessary, to right. be honest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it was a fun video, but I don't think they need all of that, actually. I think they're strong enough as performers that they don't need to rely on kind yeah. of gimmicks like you, that you don't like the crunchy yeah. the crunchy chicken wing not I, a fan i was like yeah. girl not y'all making the crunch <laughs> um for the choreography though mm -hmm. i think going back to what i was saying like whoever trained them yo yeah. you guys killed that like they are yeah. so clean they hit so hard yeah and their facials are so natural because, mm -hmm. you know, we've talked about in the past where, you know, sometimes you watch performances and they wink at the same time. They smirk at the exact same <laughs> moment every single performance. Yeah. And so it feels fake, you know, because yeah. it's kind of like, I was directed to smile right here. Yeah. You know? As opposed to, oh, I feel in the music that I should smile here. And mm -hmm. to be fair, it probably is completely directed where they are being told when to smile, etc. But mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that way. It feels genuine. So props to their performance directors for that. Um, yeah. I, I do enjoy the chorus with them holding hands and this kind of like oh, yeah. jump ropey moment. I think the song itself is quite powerful, as I mentioned. So mm -hmm. then kind of balancing it, you know, they're still quite young and, yeah. and they're cute, you know, so kind of balancing kind of such a strong song with them kind of just being a fun group of young women. Um, yeah. I enjoy that. And I think it works and it's very memorable with them kind of holding hands and doing the thing. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the crawling moments for the pre-chorus, though. Ah, uh, why so? I don't know. Again, uh, just it feels... Um, I, I don't really understand the musicality of it. I don't think it really matches the lyrics. You know, it doesn't really match that part of the song. It doesn't really match the lyrics. Like, I just don't really get what that came from. So here's the thing about the lyrics, right? The Unforgiven, like, they were, they were getting beaten up. That lyric I kind of cited earlier. That's what happens. They're saying, I've been beaten. I've been, I've been bloody. And they're crawling, right? So I know, I know. It's an, I put interesting Sexy in crawling, notes. though. Listen, but here's the thing. Crawling <laughs> could be seen as groveling, but they do it like pumas ready to strike or a fighter that's been like, that's not going to give up after being kicked down. I mean, if you kind of look, if you kind of look, it's like slow and it's kind of like, ooh, you know, on the prowl. And they get up and it's kind of like challenging. And I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. I personally don't like it. But I was like, it makes sense with the lyrics. I had to read the lyrics. I was like, boo, what you want to flow for? Okay. All right. They don't ever have any of the younger members do it, which I appreciate. It's only Kazuha and Taewon who do it. So mm. I'm like, good, because Unte is like, what, 2002? I forget. She's a baby. I don't know. They're all babies to me They now. are, but she's like 15, <laughs> 16. So again, like certain things that they do, I'm like, okay. All right. Mm. Um, I do like the horns. The horns are cute. The horns yes. are just fingers, yeah, yeah, yeah. the little hands. Super cute. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just interesting to see the balance between keeping it fresh and effervescent with the skipping, like you do with your friends, and then like the fierceness, like at the end when they're sitting there like, pop, pop, pop. I'm like, God, that's a lot. But we like it because mm -hmm. it was so clean. It wasn't like a crazy hard. It was just so clean and so sharp that you're like, wow, okay, they can dance, you know? So I appreciate it for sure. I will give this one a nine. Yeah, I think it's still up there. Okay, so I'll I'll give it a nine. I don't think I'm gonna give it what I would give it like later on when I start appreciating it more and not mm. being so analytical. I'm gonna give it a nine. I think it deserves it as well. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we're sticking with the girl groups and we're going to ESPA with Spicy, which was done by Bang Hee Hyun, Emily Yonso Kim, Kazi Opea, Jin by Jin, and Moonshine. So ESPA is finally out of Kwangya. What do you huh? think? <laughs> you know what it reminds me of like code lyoko um have you ever seen code lyoko where these Mm-mm. kids go into this digital world to save this character named Aelita? and basically oh. it's a french is this show an anime oh it is it's almost like a combination between anime and like cg they're finally out of this digital space but it's all spilling over into the real world where they're like they're hot girls just doing their you know hot girl stuff and being mean girls i guess i don't know i wasn't getting mean girls as much as i was getting like clueless slash i mean mean girls yeah but definitely clueless too like the just the aesthetic of everything and then the whole like as if kind of vibe of the song um this sounds like something that could have been on the savage album to me um and i think it's because of all the technical techno-y wow electronic sounds wow not me struggling to find english but all the electronic sounds and the guitar like it just I think that could have been with the Savage album. Maybe not on the girls' album. I don't think so. But maybe on the Savage album. Um, there have been some itsy comparisons floating around. And I can kind of hear it. But mm. Espa's vocals are stronger. Like, no matter what anyone says, they are they come from SM. SM is very R&B-based. They're like, girl, you better learn how to do a slide. Of, ah, you better learn how to do it. You better learn <laughs> yes. if you don't know. Um, so I feel like it still feels like Espa. And it's just not experimental stuff that we're used to, right? It's a lot shorter as compared to like their earlier Kwangya tracks where it's like you get like several thousand bridges and key chains that you didn't ask for. <laughs> uh, but it's still hyper pop and it's still yep. them. It just doesn't feature that Espa style that we're used to. It kind of goes back to what we were saying about La Seraphim, right? Mm-hmm. You hear all these tracks being so, not samey, but like being an offshoot of one another that finally now that you've broken away from that sound, it's like, thank you. In my opinion, it still does. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that it sounds like 2000s pop. Like, it sounds like Pussycat Dolls. Like, I can hear when I grow up on this. Props to the SM A&R team for this, Mm -hmm. because while this is different from the other title tracks you've gotten from Espa, like you said, it's still hyper pop. It's still accessible to the fans that were there since the beginning. So if you like Next Level, you'd probably still like this as well, right? You Mm -hmm. still do get a very alien-ish vibe to it you know with the kind of the synths the way they're done it's still yeah it mm-hmm. still has that vibe to it so you could still keep with the lore even if they yes. don't explicitly mention Kwangya in this <laughs> thank god um yeah i really like this song actually and if you've listened to us before i'm not a huge espa fan but maybe He's now not- that they're out of Kwangya, it's gonna change a bit more because i am an sm stan so that's right. why it's been extra disappointing for me um but I really like the pre-chorus of this. I love the kind of siren-like synths that come in and out. I think the chorus is super fun. Just so many different things going on with it, but it all comes together very well because you kind of get the unison yeah. stuff, you get harmonies, you get some talky bits yep. uh, along with the singing. So there's a lot, but it's it's put together very, very well mm-hmm. and doesn't feel like it's too much. Um, yeah. The bridge is interesting. You know, you get a Pussycat mm-hmm. Dolls-esque dance break, right? With some <laughs> yeah. kind of fun chanty moments that will be really, really fun at a show. Yeah. Like they're, again, made for fan chants, which we've talked about, you know, has been kind of a thing now with, with the way songs are written. 
Yeah. Uh, I will say, you know, you mentioned the ad libs and stuff. We do get a little bit. I do actually think we could have gotten even more oh, yeah. for the last part because I'm used to kind of the drama that they yes. have. And nothing really changes production wise to kind yeah. of give it that climax. So I think because they can do it, yes. they could have done way more with the ending with the ad libs. But I do like that little out show. You get the for yeah, or whatever. I'm with in tears. Yeah. Also, there was one point where I was like, I almost felt like it was going to turn into an I'm too sexy sample. Like, I'm, I'm too spicy for your heart. Like, I don't know. Oh just like, God, it got really close would... to that cadence. It didn't really do that. But that's what I was. I keep wanting to do that. So that would be fire. Maybe a missed opportunity there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you mentioned the Mean Girls thing. You know, we've talked about with Ive that they're kind of the Mean Girls thing. So I was like, oh, not Espa coming for that. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you said Mean Girls and what, Clueless? I said Gossip Girl as well. Oh. I, I got Gossip Girl. Because, um, you know, kind of the rich entitled high schoolers. <laughs> I was thinking, they're in college. Because like in the, in the storyline oh. of, the, of their lives and stuff, they're in college. I thought. Okay, maybe college. Okay. I could see it's college. It's hard to tell. Because I just saw like, yeah. I saw large Greekish buildings. I was like, okay, do I mean, they had college years for Gossip Girl, so it still works. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> um, I will say it is very refreshing to see them out like in the sun. <laughs> like they're no longer in, <gasps> you know, the digital world anymore. Like they can actually <laughs> get some vitamin D, which is great. I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> you know, but to kind of go along with the fact that it's still accessible, you still get the little glitches. There's still some weirdness there. Yeah. So it's not a complete reinvention. Um, I do wish though... I wish there was a bit more consistency across the scenes, though, because some of it feels a little like we already have this soundboard that's a street at night. So just go with that. Like, I was like, why are they now in the street at night? Like, I liked all the stuff in the mansion and the school and on all that. Like, I don't know. Some of it just didn't really feel that cohesive to me. Right. Um, but maybe that's it was so like, funny. we're finally outside. Let's just look at all the things we can do outside. I'm in tears. I'm <laughs> what in did tears. you think of the video? It was funny because to me, like, first of all, the different color hair is like, Ning Ning, my baby, she had a red pony. Karina had the pink and the in the in the blonde. Uh, Winter had the green, and you got Giselle with this tired blue wig. Y'all, I don't know what the stylist is doing, but that <laughs> hair was was nodding, and she's dancing. I'm like, did anyone think? Let me comb this girl's hair. God, I'm off that. I'm, I'm gonna come back to it because Giselle's getting played in this, this whole era. I just want to kind of just oh. say that now. Going back to what you were saying about the glitching and the alien kind ofness of everything, mm -hmm. I think once they kind of stop uploading you know no more sink diving they're back under earth and because uh novice is there i'm making this up as i go but i think it makes sense novice is there now so there's going to be kind of like glitching you know um it's like sword art online it's like an anime where the the gamers came out of the game and some i think some parts of the game came out with them all this glitch is happening and you know how like in those alien movies people come out in the middle of the street like oh my god what's going on ah! mm -hmm. instead of running I think that's what that scene at the end is supposed to signify. But I do agree with you in terms of like cohesion. It did not, the story did not allow itself to lean in that direction whatsoever. Like you may have seen like little clips of the news on the TV or like them texting their, their eyes, eyes their, their, their digital selves on mm -hmm. a cell phone. Like, hey girl, how's it going? But again, it still didn't like give you that SM pause in the middle of the video where you can actually kind of get some exposition of what's going on, right? So mm -hmm. Um, but yes, I think the house party with the frozen effect is like one of my favorite kind of scenes. Oh, I yeah. think that was so cute. I love what they looked like. They were looking just like they enjoyed the song. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, again, they're playing Giselle. <laughs> Oof. 
Um, like I said, it's very cute, high teen fashion. Um, and I think that's good for them because they are young women. Like mm -hmm. they're college age. Even when they're performing, Winter is smiling and winking. Like I'm just like this. Y'all, she's not just looking like a digital girl. Like, she's real. Um, I enjoy the choreo. It's not this breakneck movement. Mm -hmm. Even in the beginning, they're kind of just, like, marching behind each other, like how girls follow the queen bee. Like, everything just feels so much more fun, more natural, and they feel like they actually like the song. Like, <laughs> everyone's kind of giving eyes, and they're clapping hands with each other and actually smiling in between where it's like, oh, this is so silly. But you can see that the chemistry is looking a little bit more real and not like they coded their friendship in, you know? So mm -hmm. fashion aside, I do appreciate the synergy that's now being created because they're in the real world, you mm -hmm. know? So, yeah. Yeah. Up. I will agree with you. I've <laughs> never seen them so comfortable on stage before. These performances were really, really great to watch because like you said, you know, <laughs> they were clearly forced into the whole Kuang Ya thing, right? And it's like, okay, like you gotta fight this like digital snake, and it's like, what? Uh, uh, you know. So I think I'm sure <laughs> I would assume they're very happy to be doing something a little more normal, down to um, earth, literally. Yeah, like yeah, literally. Uh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> as interesting as that concept is, you know, obviously it's memorable and it sticks out. But like, you know, like you said, they're young women, like they just want to have some fun too. So yeah. this is refreshing. Um. The choreo is okay for me. There's nothing that memorable, actually. Um, I guess the pinky for the word spicy and then, you know, a lot of like hip dips yeah. or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. It, it's not really for me. And then I saw on the on the credit list for all the day, there's a lot of choreographers involved. So, you know, SM loves that, you know, having multiple choreographers all pitch different choreo and then putting it all together. And I'm actually not a huge fan of that. Like, as, especially as a dancer, like you should really give it to one person to like really give how they want to do it, you know, from yeah. start to finish. So I'm not a fan of the Franken signing of choreography, really. So, yeah, it's OK. It's a lot of handography. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, SM girl groups, I think we've talked about it before. The way that they're cleaned, they, they look clean by not hitting too hard or, or they're clean yeah. by not going 100 percent. They go at yeah. like 80 percent so that yeah. they can hit everything like very deliberately. Yeah. Um, and while this works, I think for like SNSD and Red Velvet, like their mm -hmm. their material is naturally just kind of more flowy, I yeah. guess just, I would say. But Espa is always so high energy that it yeah. always looks just a little lackluster when they perform because you know if there's like a chest hit, they're they're just kind of hitting it, you know, a kind of. Yeah. And so no, even if they're right, lip syncing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I get it if you're singing live, like, you know, you do what you need to do to sing live. Yeah. But like, yeah. if you're lip syncing the majority, like you can just, just hit out, you know, or like hit your arm out or, or whatever. And like SM, just the way they do the girl groups, they just never hit anything. So that's why it all just feels a little meh to me, like energy wise. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, that little, that jig that they do. I hate the don't stop me. I hate right. it. But then even when you watch them perform it, like some of them are jumping higher than others. Because yeah. I think they were told to like not go at 100. So then you're kind of like half no, jumping. You, and market. you're dancing next to Karina who hits every little heel toe, heel toe, touch snap. I think they're very, very talented. But yeah, totally. that's just a gripe that I have. I think no, I get right. it with SM, but like it just doesn't really work for Espa, I think. Um, yeah. But overall... I'm glad that they're actually having fun now. Yeah, my God. <laughs> and yeah. there was no mention of like planting trees or whatever was in that SM press, you know, you know, all that <laughs> stuff about how their song, they were sad about their song being about planting trees or whatever. So I'm glad, I guess, I don't know if it was this song, like maybe we'll never hear what it was supposed to be, their comeback before. All right. So what do you rate this one? 
I'll give this one a nine. I like this one for them. I like yeah. it too. Yeah. I'm very excited now for us. There's so much potential. So yes, totally. I will give it a nine as well. Now, coming in, in the Queen Car <laughs> is G Idol with Queen Card. And this was done by Jun Soyeon, Pop Time, Daily, and Likey. These sound like some very strange, <laughs> like, these are definitely song titles. Likey, Daily. <laughs> you know what? So many names have been taken now that so much time has passed that people got to be creative with their stage names, you know? <laughs> Likey Producer Daily names. ain't it. It ain't it, but <laughs> sure. I guess they got to it first. Um, okay. All right. Queen Ka. I think the first time I heard it, I think I heard it with you the first time, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and my initial thought was, of course, this is just Tomboy Part 2. Uh, yeah. Like the chorus, you can literally yeah. sing Tomboy's chorus over this chorus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But as I listened to it more, I was like, okay, at least the rest of the song actually is pretty different from it. And a lot of the, the sonic choices and stuff are very different. Mm -hmm. It's just structurally, I guess Soyeon just kind of has... Her way yeah. of writing courses and stuff. And so she kind of just sticks to the formula that she has. Um, yeah. So eh, you see that as a good thing or a bad thing. I think this one's maybe a little too close to Tomboy. But yeah, yeah. Um, I do enjoy the kind of pop rock influence here. I like that it's empowering without being too cheesy, you know, because it can <laughs> always go that way. But they do a good job of, of kind of just going for it and, and, yeah. and making it actually feel quite empowering, especially once you kind of see the visuals to it. I do love the verses, though. I love the verses so much more than the chorus. Mm -hmm. I like how the first part of it is quite delicate and almost whispered. Then the pre-chorus mm -hmm. is actually a bit brighter and with, like, the snaps and stuff. And there's little yeah. sparkles and stuff um, to kind of transition the different sections. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoy kind of everything more than the chorus itself. Mm -hmm. I think as I watched some performance stuff, it kind of grew on me. But I think the pronunciation of Queen Ka does annoy me. Uh. Man, it's stylized in Hangul as Queen Ka. So you're not, it's not like wrong and it's not right either, but it's just not what my brain wants to accept. It's yeah, I mean, also a queen card isn't a thing. So like, is it? You know what? I think it's one of those, because she's kind of trendy, right? Because she mentioned like TikTok and the other song with Tomboy and some other yeah. things. And she mentioned some celebrities here. I think like face card, like the face card never declines. I think the queen card is that. It's like. My queen card never declines. I'm always going to be a queen. Mm. I'm trying. That or maybe the queen's value in card games, but I think it's the first, not the latter. Um, I see. I I'm will trying. say in the second verse, when they do shout out the celebrities, um, I thought they were shouting out Rihanna, but it's uh, actually Ariana, which is fine. They're both great, but I kind of wish it was Rihanna. <laughs> oh, my like. Uh, Anna. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Rihanna. Sorry, Rihanna. Yeah. 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 Rihanna. No, you're so. <laughs> um, but yeah. You know that. what? At the end of the day, this song's fun. Uh, it's in line with all of G Idol's more recent stuff. It's nothing groundbreaking, but, yeah. you know, it's something fun for the fans and, you know, it'll keep the fans they already have, I guess. Oh, yeah. Neverland. Woo -woo. Um, you know, I gotta I gotta give Idol their flowers because they are definitely a group that switches up their concept while still maintaining their sound. Now, previous artists we talked about now has been like, oh, it sounds too samey, samey, or it doesn't sound anything like them. With this group, you're always gonna get that. Um, and also they'll always give you a title that'll make you say, huh? Like nude, tomboy, hua. Like think just to name a few. Like even their first single, la ta ta. What the heck is a la ta ta ta? Mm. You know? So things like that complete like no one's going to have the title queen card so con congrats to that one um and i agree with your sentiments for sure i'm like <laughs> in terms of it sounding like tomboy because 
I'm not sure when she made the songs, but I know me. Like, if I write a song, like, there's two songs on my album I think sound kind of, like, sonically similar. I'm not going to say which one. But I'm like, dang, this structure is definitely the same. <laughs> but I wrote them pretty close in, like, timeline. And I think maybe she wrote them and it was, like, bam, is what I have. But because it did sound so sonically similar, instead of pulling, like, a T-Fragile slash Unforgiven, it was Let's Release Nude. And I will say, I'm glad we actually got a chorus with words instead of just her saying, yes, I'm nude. Dun, 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 tomboy. Ah. Literally, it's always just say the word, then the music plays. That's definitely her style. I've always noticed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she's so talented. I'm just like, girl, chorus, word, instrumentation, chorus, word. And I hate that. It's so lazy sometimes. Um, nude, it worked. I, I came, I've come over to that conclusion. I actually liked it. And I like that the song doesn't take itself so seriously like nude does. Queen Card is the younger sister who grew up listening to, you know, Tomboy and Nude on Me. And they were like, listen, be yourself. And they're like, I'm going to be myself. Like, this is like the younger <laughs> sister to those two songs. Mm -hmm. um, it's just more 2000s pop girl stuff, you know? Like, I think the lyrics are great. And the outro about the criteria for having, like, if you didn't oh. know what a Queen Card was, like, what, 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 how does one get her card? Um, it's quite simple, the criteria. It's thin or thick. Just have confidence, 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 confidence. Well, competence is good too. You know, yeah, yeah. You can be thick or thin, be competent and confident. Um, wear whatever you want, and bam, you are a queen. That's literally the ending, like chanting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Cute. love that, love that, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, and it definitely fits in with the video as well. So, I think it all kind of culminates into this satirical, but also very honest, mm -hmm. um, like projection both lyrically and visually on Soyeon's part. Because I know she's pretty much like their creative like leader. So mm -hmm. I think it all matches up pretty nicely for sure. Yeah. I love that the music video is a continuation from the allergy video. Yeah. yeah. Really, really cool. And it mm -hmm. feels not forced, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. I, yeah mm. This one's giving me more college student actually. And parts of it reminded me of Elite on I'm Netflix. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, they're students, but they never go to school. Like they're yeah. like go to a party pool and then let's go to a party. And then there's like all this drama between all the members of the class, you know? So I'm that's crying. what that was giving me. But the acting was really, really cute. You know, they're not mm -hmm. taking themselves too seriously here, which I appreciate. Uh, yeah. And I loved the way that they incorporated the background dancers as well. And there's a lot yeah. of diversity there and it didn't yeah. feel too forced. You know, sometimes the diversity feels really forced, but this one actually, <laughs> they could be like at an international school. So it totally sure. works. Um, and I loved especially all the nurses dancing in the plastic surgery center. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah, that scene cute. was really, really well done. And yeah, I think the whole message is just really great. You know, you've been saying like you are enough the way mm -hmm. you are. Yeah. And, you know, them so explicitly mentioning plastic surgery, yeah. you know, and, and all this stuff in this age where so many people are feel forced to, or not forced, yeah. but they feel like they need to do that, you know, yes. to kind of keep up with standards right now. I really yeah. appreciate such a huge group being very open about all of this. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I think that's really fun. Um, the, in, in terms of having the random foreigners, th this video reminded me so much of white chicks. It's so funny, like the dancing mm. scenes, when mm -hmm. they were dancing and doing those silly moves and like, it just felt like that scene in the club when they're sitting there doing <laughs> the sprinkler and stuff like that. Um, I do notice like they were like frenemies kind of things. Like there's like little stories in between mm -hmm. each of the girls' parts. Like I think um, Minnie and um, Mion are frenemies because Minnie comes in with this hot guy. She's like, mm, hi, sweet. 
you know, it was giving just like friend of me. And Yuka, Yuki, Yuka, Yuki and Shugua, <laughs> they're store workers, like at the hottie store. Like they have all mm. like the cool clothes. Like, girl, you have to buy. This is amazing. But then like they're like really close. So they're always like slumber party, <laughs> things like that together. Like some of it was a little like, why y'all so close? It's like, what y'all doing? Um, not my business, but it was given. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a little it baby. Was. Little baby. <laughs> but yeah, this whole video is like a satire. It just reminded me of a Stupid Girls by Pink. For sure. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot Good of just reference. fun things. Thank you. A lot of fun mm-hmm. things that came up in this video. And I was like, oh, this is fun. But also, I don't have to change myself. I'm fine the way I is. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like, yeah, at the end of it. So, so what do you think of the choreography? It just reminds me of like second gen choreo, like really simple, really easy. Like this this elbow thing. Mm. It's okay. Um, nothing I can remember offhand right now, except maybe like the, the queen card that the you know the dislocation of their hips when they do it yeah um and then the 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 chicken dance i don't <laughs> care for that too much <laughs> i feel like that's the real point dance right i'm a queen cut i'm a ch- yeah it's just yeah it's so it's okay it's okay for me it's just she, she always gets my attention because she always hits it so awkwardly <laughs> <laughs> she's a queen i'm not listen i'm not coming for her she's a queen but she does a little awkward she kind of does it like almost too hard sometimes but that's part of her charm. I actually enjoyed the choreography kind of for what it was. I've kind of been watching a lot of Girls Aloud stuff recently, though. So I don't know mm. if maybe that kind of comes into it because I feel like I think we've said a lot. K-pop choreography has gotten so complicated. So it was kind of refreshing yeah. to see something that was just fun and yeah, super just... <laughs> simple and kind of anyone, not anyone, but like even if you're not the greatest dancer, you can learn this and actually look pretty good doing it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they look like they're having so much fun yeah. performing this. So I yeah. think that made up for maybe kind of the more mm-hmm. simple choreography for me because their chemistry yeah. between the five of them, it is so genuine. Um, I hope, <laughs> at least it feels genuine. Um, you know, we I think we said when we talked about Nude, their improvement as performers the past few years has just been insane to watch. Yes. Like I oh need to God. go yes. back and watch some of the old ones because it's insane. Don't. Like, you know, obviously So Young and Minnie, they were super, super strong since the start, you know? Yeah. But the other three have really pulled up. Like, the confidence have, is so yeah. good. They're giving facials, literally. Even if they're in the back, they are yeah. still giving it. They're yeah, all. which matters, yeah. And it totally matters. Yeah, yeah, And like I said, they're just having a lot of fun with it. So, yeah, I really enjoyed watching them perform it, so. Yeah. Side yeah. note, I was watching some old performances think about, like, you know, why? I'm like, why did I not notice? Because Sujin was sucking up all the cheese. That girl was <laughs> A girl was sucking it up. She was eating it up because she was eating. She was eating mm, serving. She was. She would have ate this crap up. <sighs> Leave a comment below if you think Su- this is Sujin's whole, like, this is her aesthetic. Like, she would have, the whole take a photo, I would have been like, let me take all of them for you. I would get on the floor and just click. Is that a good angle? Mm. Um, but yeah, so definitely leave a comment below and let us know what your ratings are for the uh, the previous two songs as me and Chris deliberate hours. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. And yes, I hope Sujin is doing well yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes. All right, so I will give this one an eight, I think. Mm-hmm. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll match you. I'll give this one an eight as well. Let us know, um, Neverland, what you guys think mm-hmm. of this track. Next up, we have In Hypen with Bite Me, or Bite May. I'm <laughs> just done by Circuit, Jason, Evigan, David Stewart, Lourdes, and Supreme Boy. This is so my style. It's so bad. 
Okay, so it didn't make our is it bopping last month, but Seven Sins by Drippin' had me in a chokehold for Lord knows what reason. But I like songs that are kind of just like I'm yours when guys sing it. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Um, now I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a huge fan of them, mm-hmm. and I do think like sonically their earlier efforts were a bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. In terms of like melody or like song structure, well, again, this fits my personal boy band taste, though. Um, mm. But I will say, all that being said, if this was my introduction into them and I did not know who they were, I mm. would think to myself, why couldn't any group A do this or group B do this? It's a little fate. Sorry, it's a little faceless. Um, <laughs> you get some. I'm waiting for the comments, but it's true. The song doesn't really feel like it was given a hype kind of like makeover the way SM would do with you young Jen. Like you can't, you can't say that it don't sound like an SM song after, after he touches it. Right. So, or if Kenzie works on it, you can tell it's like her. Um, but this one, I didn't feel the hypes. Um, I think in terms of like the whole concept of the album, after listening to it, this is definitely the more interesting track on the album. No offense to Bills and the rest of them, but this one is a little bit more like dynamic. Um, I just feel like if they were going to go for that gothic aesthetic, you know, <laughs> like they did with the, the debut. And then I think, um, what other song was it? I think Pass the Mic, right? They went for this gothic kind of aesthetic. Uh, I think they would, I would love some dramatic bridge kind of just to bring the whole mm-hmm. song home. Like something that insinuated, something that sounded the way the song insinuated, right? Like the tension before being bitten, like that. Like, oh, if you grew up watching vampire movies, you know that tension right before the bite and then the the freaking apple sound. You're like, ah, you better. Like, there's no <laughs> like, I wish there was a bridge that was like, not as dramatic as I'm doing it, but the vocals could have given me that. Some, huh, could you already have with the, oh, oh, oh my God. I wanted more of that operatic kind of fake operatic harmonies. Could have been for a bridge, you know? Instead, you just kind of just end it. Okay, sure, I guess. Kind of fade out. I do appreciate it not sounding like a BTS track because for the longest time, I'm like, yo, this sounds like BTS 2.0 for a mile. And I don't care what nobody says. I said what I said. It happens. SM has a sound. That's why NCT, Wavy, all them CTs, they just sound alike after a while. And it's just because they're working with similar producers. I will say that there's one line in the song, like the sidekick line, like I'm the sidekick that worships you. Proud simp king. (laughs) (laughs) Claire heard sidekick. I'm like, I need to look at this. It's like I'm the psychic that works. You know? Oh, Lord. Um, like, I will say, did you see the merch for this song? There was a merch. necklace or something that I'm they have crying. where it has like a metal um, like piece to it that yeah. I guess if you wear it, because it's like a choker or whatever, so it's like tight, right? So then yeah. when you take it off, you get like a little imprint on your skin of like a little con- or a, I think it's a, it's a hyphen. Oh, yeah, of course. It's a hyphen. Oh my! Um, God. So I thought that was awesome. I thought that was so. Whoever did the merch props, that was cool. Um, yeah. Love so oh the song. So I actually got to hear a rough version of the song a month oh, okay. or two ago, maybe a couple months ago now. Um, I don't remember if I texted you afterwards, but my first thought uh, mm-hmm. was Ava Max reject, and then but when it's... I saw who wrote it, I was like, of course, <sighs> it's Circuit, who does a lot of the Ava Max stuff. So uh, it makes sense, you know. More so like the chorus, right? The da 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 da. Like not not yeah. like the chanty part, but okay. like yeah, the chorus was giving that to me. Um, yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, acapella intro, you got harmonies, yes. they're singing Bite May. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, is this like a cool callback to Max Martin heyday? Which again, makes sense because I think Circuit is also from that world. I think he trained under, you know, Dr. Puke, who, you know, trained under Max Martin. So yeah, so it all makes sense. Anyway, mm-hmm. when I went started, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to love this. Yes. Unfortunately, I did not know that that intro was going to be the chorus. So when it came back around and was the chorus, I was disappointed because I do not like that as the chorus. I think it's not strong enough, to be very honest. Um, I actually like the verses. I do like the chanty part. Um, And I like the, oh my God. That's my favorite part, actually, I would say. But the chorus melody just doesn't do it for me. And then the song is so short. And like you mentioned, doesn't have a bridge. So it just never really goes anywhere. And then it ends. So the intro, I was super excited. And then I kind of just lose interest as the song goes on, unfortunately. And I have to clarify, I am a fan of Enhypen. Totally. I went to their concert last year. It was so much fun. I watched the show that put them together. You know, like I I have been following these boys and I'm supportive of them. And I loved some of their past few singles. I love Tame Dashed. I love Drunk Days. Like, I think they're so unique. And so this as their title track really disappoints me because like Mm -hmm. you said, I do think it is quite faceless vocally though i do think they execute it well i will say i still can't really tell their voices apart so i'm hoping that changes as they kind of develop more interesting because even though i watch them each get into this group i still cannot listen to a song and point out their voices (laughs) which is usually i'm really good at that so yeah um but i will say i think they they execute it well they commit to the lyrics it sound there's a lot of dynamic. There's some delicate parts. There's some sexier parts. There's stronger, beltier parts. So I think yeah. it was done well. I just think the song doesn't feel fully formed. For someone who's new like me, I'd be like, I need to watch the video. Who's singing right now? Who, you know? Yeah. So good you're saying. Yeah. Um, so you love the vampire thing. So did you like the oh video then? Yes, I did. I enjoyed it. Okay, here's the thing, right? For me, with the kind of edgy dark thing that they do when they did when they first debuted, the ble- the bloody yeah. nose. Why is your nose bleeding, kid? Mm. Makes me kind of get a little bit more curious. Um, I think it's a little too on the nose at times, but I do appreciate that they went for like a prince approach, being kind of haunted by a woman mm-hmm. or women, <laughs> controversial women. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Who are wearing pants, by the way. They're all wearing pants. Not like they're wearing a dress like it would be like second, third gen. Um but yeah, I think this, I think it's interesting, again, because I'm not like a huge fan when I see this. I'm like, okay. The video isn't that spectacular, though. Um, it's simple. I do like the dance scene in the middle of the, the Krizat, the Krizat, the po- I'm, it's a castle in Poland. I love it. The architecture is quite nice. Nikki mm-hmm. on a floating chair. That's fun. That mm-hmm. infinite grid floor that they're dancing on yes. that lights up and stuff. Oh, my gosh. It just kind of adds to the whole uh, expansive, like, like the view of everything and it makes you feel like you're dancing forever because kind of what happens when you get haunted or like you know possessed by love or some other crap like that and yeah i'm i liked it in that sense but it was really simple and in, in, from what i've seen from them before considering you know yeah so, yeah yeah not all the fence about like oh my god i love it and just kind of like oh it did what it had to do for this song that did what it had to do you know i was very disappointed by the video mm. <laughs> um I think the same way I was disappointed with the song, like this video was so not creative. <laughs> yeah, no. and, and like the vampire thing, like you mentioned, it's not really a new thing for them, right? Their first no. couple singles, they kind of had the blood and then they had kind of <laughs> things going on. While I appreciate how pretty that 
castle was. Mm -hmm. And I think there were certain things like with the chair and like with the coffins at the top and stuff like that. I thought they were, they were cool, but generic. Yeah. Like literally any boy group could sing this song and do this. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, like nothing stands out really. I, I think, I agree with you. The grid light up stage with kind of the runes and around it. That was cool. I thought the part where they were outside, but there's a chandelier hanging on top of them. It was interesting. (laughs) But yeah, I'm as a fan. Yeah. I'm very disappointed. I can see that. Like I said, it did what it had to do for what a song that was. I think they're in their buffer period where they're like transition. Because you know, there's always like that transitional song. And you're like, yo, what you don't really know what to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then suddenly something happens, either for better or for worse, you know? So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. When you think about the choreography, because I think the performances have gotten so much ridiculous backlash that I'm just <laughs> confused about. <laughs> yeah. Think... Well, let's talk about our thoughts on the choreography and then let's get into that. I yeah. actually enjoy the choreography. So this this whole review for me is not fully negative. I think there are some really great pictures, especially in the beginning, with how they kind of layered the dancers and stuff, yeah. and use levels and stuff. There's a really cool moment in the pre-chorus, like the first pre-chorus where they're like in a line, but a leveled mm-hmm. line, and then all their hands yeah. come up. Yeah. Super, super, super cool. And mm-hmm. they are great performers. Like Nikki mm-hmm. and Heesung especially, they're so natural. Like when Nikki comes forward for that moment in the second verse, it is so good. I'm such a Nikki stan. I'm glad that he got that moment because mm-hmm. he's kind of been shafted in some previous singles. So yeah, happy mm-hmm. that he he got to do that. And I appreciate that the choreo wasn't too stereotypical, generic vampire slash monster situation. Like, yes, there were some claws and, and stuff like that. But I liked kind of how subtle parts of it were. Yeah. Like, you know, just the little touches to the neck. Um, yeah, you get some kind of smaller, just kind of like bo- not not full on body rolls and extremely hard hitting like um, grooves things the whole time. Like it, yeah. yeah, there's a nice balance to all of it. So I think they executed it well. Uh, and and yeah, I think out of everything, I at least appreciate that the choreography felt um, fresh. Yeah. yeah, I like the the oh my god, choreo was cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, your little sub- your subtle moments are good. But I think the choreography being so like come hither like this, that's it's uh it's rude to do that in general, like I guess in their culture. I was like, ooh, this is like in your face a little, but I like this. It's just very like the intention in which they perform with which they perform with is so clear. Like I don't feel like anyone was confused about what was going on. Like adding women was probably one of the better decisions that they could have made because the song is literally about someone putting their mark on you. Mm-hmm. And biting you. Nothing about that scream. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't have the opposite sex present. Like no offense, but at this point in the game, it's like this wasn't even as bad as what you and I kind of grew up with. Like Shinwa with Venus with the with the hands coming through and the hips, and and Cabby Bay with Sonoshi Day, and and two p.m. and they're all shirtless wearing bikinis and talking to each other and <laughs> Troublemaker all in itself. Like mm-hmm. this was tame compared to anything else it's just kind of ridiculous (laughs) yeah i was late to watching the visual for this song so i had kind of first seen all the controversy first i was seeing all the tweets all the articles about like this is being reported on like western media too like i saw like an insider article like all this stuff about how the fans are like sending trucks to the Mm -hmm. to the company and you know protesting the fact that they have female background dancers and they're like, they're like, they're too young. They're too innocent. Like, blah, what blah, blah. What bite me? That's not. Yeah. Also like, so anyway, yeah, be- because 
I hadn't actually seen it. I was like, oh my gosh, like what happens in this choreography? Right? Like this must be crazy. Because, you know, we were just talking about G-Idol. They say yeah. boob in their song. Yeah. I never thought you'd hear that word in a K-pop song. And oh I don't see God, any yeah. controversy about that. You can correct me if I'm wrong, please. It, yeah, I don't know if that was a thing. But they're literally, this is so PG. It is. This oh choreo is so PG. It like is. the closest they get, like maybe the background, like they 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 touch their chin and, and kind of yeah. lean them closer. Like there's like, I don't know, they hold them while the girls are like going in the circle yeah. around. That's a typical like ballroom dance move. You know, kids do that when they're learning ballroom. Like I really don't understand the controversy <laughs> here at all. Like I, it's, it's interesting because you mentioned all the older stuff, like with 2 p.m. and all that. Like I remember when you kids got banned Oh, would quit playing and that one was understandable because yeah. that was like what like it even was i like... thought that you know like obviously you know we're more desensitized as kind of westernized people um but but you know was... like this is so tame this is pg yeah oh this my god happen in a disney movie like i don't understand so at this point is getting a little bit ridiculous that fans feel that entitled honestly them saying bite me and leave your mark on me is way far worse than girls who are wearing pants and masks touching them. <laughs> yeah. Yo, honestly, if my, if this is this is like traumatizing for people, y'all should check out my music video for Here I Am. Chris and mm -hmm. I have a very steamy part. Oh. So <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh, okay. my God. Although, part of me was like, maybe this is a publicity stunt. It because totally the song is. is so generic that they needed something just to kind of keep it in the headlines. All right. That being said, how do you rate this song, My What's in hype and spanning? It's oh. a meh for me, so it's a seven. How about you? I'm not going to lie to you, y'all. I agree with him. All what? I thought you liked it. I like it, but I'm realistic. I'm going to give it like a, maybe like a, I, I F with it. I'll give it an eight. To stick to mild controversy, this one didn't have as much controversy, but which we sucks. have Card with Icky, which was done by EJ Hom. Isaac Han, Aaron Kim, Ash On, Jaseph, and BM, members of CARD. Yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. You know, the last time we spoke about them. Oh, by the way, hello, Hidden Guard. Y'all came through. Jeez Louise. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, their last comeback single, we kind of gave an average score to. We were like, we want a little bit more. Like, they can give us something. Like, the concept that they had before, where is it? They have come with the sticky, icky goodness. So Min is a freaking vocalist, and I need people to stop sleeping on her. Like, she legit was training when Kara was still promoting, and she was almost going to be in the Kara when um, uh, Nicole had left, and Young G had taken her place. No offense, Young G. She can actually sing. Like, I was watching some videos of her. Like, when she's moving her body and having to gasp for air, she hits these notes. Even when she is moving, she hits them. Um, but yeah, she can sing, and Jiwoo has a nice voice. Like, they all sound really good. The mm. raps have gotten so much better. Oh my God. I I do like the song. I do have some notes though about the lyrics. So men hollering, my annual oh, no. Hate it's that. Hilarious. Cause <laughs> there's nothing more subtle than you saying, my annual no. It's like, girl, you can sing, but you ain't had the belt that one. That crap had me weak. I did say I wanted a belt in the last review of her song. I did say, but that crap had me weak. So I come up with some alternative because here at CCTV, we don't just say we want you to fix it. We'll tell you how to fix it, right? So here are my alternatives I came up with. This is, um, I don't know, not Chantel's Corner, but I got to come up with the mm -hmm. alternative writing. Okay. So instead of saying, my and your window, she could have said, you and me, let's go. 
baby, just let go. Get on the dance floor. She could have said a number of things. Yeah. But whoever wrote it was like, you know what the song's about, right? <laughs> you know what the song's about, right? You know, like that's what that's what it was giving. <laughs> so it takes it, it takes away the reason I say it needs to be changed is because it takes away from that sexiness. It's why it's it like ooh, between the sheets, ooh, icky, icky. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I completely agree because actually it's a really cool song and that really does take away from that. It's like, ugh. now it doesn't feel as, you know, because the subtlety, there's sexiness in subtlety. Yes. And so, yeah, yeah. it's chew on the nose there. Um, I will say, so I love that they went this route. So it's like yeah. a moon baton. Moon, yeah. Is that how you moon say baton? it? Moon baton sound. Yeah. yeah, which is a really cool progression from what they've done before while yeah. being something fresh for them yeah i am a huge fan of a co-ed group and i think yes. we've talked about that before so i'm yeah. always rooting for card and it's really interesting because and they've said it as well mm -hmm. most of their fans are international like the yep. koreans still don't yeah. really get it um which is interesting but i appreciate that they're not trying too hard to appeal to those kind of more local korean people mm -hmm. they're just like you know what all these other people around the globe love us, so we're just going to stick with it. So I yeah. appreciate that. Um, and yeah, they've really settled in now to their sound. They're super, super comfortable, and you can hear that uh, mm -hmm. in the song. I think the production of the chorus is really well done. I think, first off, the word icky is cool anyway. Ooh, yes. you know? yeah. um, and then the way they use it is quite memorable. Mm -hmm. And I love how with the repeats... Like, icky, like, I don't know, the way they repeat it is cool. Then there's moments that kind of sound like moaning. And then you get kind of like a bed spring kind of mixed in with it. So it's a really, really cool layer. Like, every time you hear it, you kind of notice a different level to it. So I love that. Um, My one thing with Card has always been, a lot of the time, it's always like, girl with boy, girl with boy. And there's only a few moments where there's other interaction. But this time... The two girls get to play off each other really, really well. And I love the dynamic between their two voices. Yes. Um, and just to talk about BM's verse a little bit, I saw a tweet of his recently, which was really funny because <laughs> he was busy like, because I guess there's been some controversy about his verse. Because, you know, he talks he about the tit, you yeah. know, he's talking about, his is the most obvious, obvious I guess, lyrically, yeah. right? And yeah. so he was just like, the day ones know that this verse is nothing Dang, compared like... to other stuff that I've done. Yeah. Um, and then all the fans were replying with like the dirtiest stuff he has done, which I thought was really, really funny. So I love that he's just leaning into it, like I said. Um, and I actually appreciate kind of the way his verse was written as well. Yeah. Because um, it wasn't trying too hard to find innuendo in it. He was just kind of going for it. So I appreciate <laughs> Which most guys do, which is so accurate. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I really appreciate this song and it'll do well in the clubs. I think it'd be interesting. I would love for them to get like a proper Western Dude. like PR or something because they could totally get this on playlists. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. The fact mm -hmm. that it's like, come on, like it gets piss pisses me off. I swear to God, if they did not record an English version, I'm going to be angry because the best thing to do if you want to go global, do something global. English, mm -hmm. hello, just do it. Um, not, I'm so passionate because the song, I like the song. It's just so frustrating. And Jason actually kind of, he was being rhythmic with his. I was proud mm -hmm. of him, but I think he's getting into stocks because my boy said blue chip. And I said, sir, not you dealing in Robin Hood just in case this don't work out. Like it's giving. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to do what you need to do. This is true. This is true. I <laughs> they do have a wonder... small company. <laughs> oh, my God. DSP fell off so bad. I feel so bad for them. But um, <laughs> I do wonder what with the song, if it was going to get if it's going to get more 
acknowledgement, like if Chengha or like Hyuna had released it, you know what I'm saying? Because either one of them could do it. Mm. Um, Hyuna I can see a little bit more, but vocally speaking, I think Chengha would deliver a little bit better. But I do wonder if it weren't the four of them where people are kind of like, whatever, would it have done a little bit different or would it do differently? Because I think this song could be something that they could win with, but they're up against like all the wrong mm -hmm. people to be up against at this point. But I mean, hey, at least the song sounds good. On to that video, though. What you think about that video? <laughs> Ooh, okay, well, speaking to what we were just saying, where, you know, it's a smaller company. And so, you know, the budget's not as big as some of the last few songs we've seen. Yeah, um, yeah the graphics in this video are horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Yeah. Like ah. the green pillars, the like underground dancing with the fan behind them. Like you can oh, tell that... it's green screen. Like it's just so bad. And then like the green goo at times just looks so, I don't know, not. Oh, no. I mean, I think, I think the, 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 the sewer, the mm -hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle scene. I think that was a real set. I just think it was just Are so Are you sure? I think it was like a second gen kind of situation. So. You only think the fan was fake. Everything else was real, right? It looked fake. Dang. You know what? Honestly, this whole video looked like um, WAP, WAP. Mm. Like the way the hallway was like, Colin Tilly better come and get his coins. But yeah, the, the hallway scene was definitely like that. Um, yeah. I'll let you continue. But I, I didn't oh, really even get the hallway scene, to be honest. I don't know if you, you have oh. a storyline for that. <laughs> You already know I got the treatment okay, going on in this great. brain. Um, okay, but I think in general, mm -hmm. if you don't have the budget for awesome graphics, then don't do that as your concept. Like, they don't yeah. need that, especially yeah. with a song that is kind of all sticky and stuff. Like, yeah. go underground. Like, I loved that scene with the fluorescent droplets on the wall, and you only get it for a couple the seconds. Light. Yeah. yeah, with the black light, which also yeah. alludes more to, you know, yeah. what the song is about. Like, yeah. imagine them dancing in a room oh, that was just filled with my that. God. You know, yes. it's little things like that. Like, if you're yeah. going to go for such a, a dirty song like that, like, yeah. put them in a real sewer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can get, put them in a pipe or whatever. You just said sewer before. But you know what I mean? Like, it should get, it dirty. should be dirtier. Yeah. Ooh, he, he wants it sucio. He wants it to be sucio. He wants it dirty. He wants it more. Because it doesn't match the song otherwise. No, no, you're right. I think it should be it should be mojado and sucio. Wet and dirty. But it's true though. I mean, like the black light scene, them dancing in that would have been freaking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And his hair is already BM's hair is already like fluorescent green. Mm -hmm. Oh, would have ate it up. I mean, there are some scenes that I really appreciate it. Like um, um like the idea of the slime and other liquids and things like that. They're kind of interesting. Uh I think the whole thing was like a madhouse, almost like Alice in Wonderland or like some mm -hmm. weird kind of thing going on. But I do know that Jiwoo was the one kind of conducting everything because someone's kind of running through like a princess and she kind of gets locked into it, but joins up. Uh, BM, I don't know what his scenes were about. I took off his shirt and was in there like, <laughs> I, I kind of like the empty pool, actually. But again, I would have wanted it stickier. It didn't oh, look fine. dirty enough. He said, I want it to be sucio. But no, it's completely, that's what I'm saying. But like, uh, she's corrupting him, so he comes through. Yeah. Jacebs, he's falling through the ground. I like that Jiwoo looked like Uma Thurman's uh, Poison Ivy from Batman. That was I was like, scenes like that. Give me, like, lab experiment if you're going to get into that weird thing with a digital, like, scene that she's in, like, in mm -hmm. this weird... You saw that scene, right, where she's, yeah. like, kind of in Kwangya, essentially? Like, oh, yeah, but God. I don't need all that. If, you're, if, you're, if your graphics are crap, like, then don't I'm do that crying. as your concept. That's what I'm saying. If you... <laughs> That scene, I don't mind that one. It's just certain things like the green scene wasn't great. Their main dancing scenes were not strong enough. 
Um, I think the point choreography is is great with the claws and everything and the and yeah. the hands and yeah the I I yeah. the chest. It's very simple. Um, and uh, what's the word for it? I think choreography wise, it has a lot of different like rhythms and grooves and stuff like that. Like because BM's rapping, there's a trap section. There's like dance hall movements. There's some Afrobeat kind mm-hmm. of movements and stuff like that. Um, I mean, they look good as a group, like just as a concept energy wise mm-hmm. uh and then the way the choreography kind of had to go up and down and dynamics they all fit each other really nicely where i'm like oh more what's going on i had some moments where i was like okay so i'm going too fast but i think it was just because he's wearing a big jacket sorry jacef love you but uh <laughs> but yeah i think i think i think it was a little cheap and i do agree with you i say just go for that little underground sewer thing where jiwoo was mm-hmm. poison ivy infecting everyone and just call it a day mm-hmm. um but yeah, I think the 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 performances have been strong enough for me to be like, okay, f that video, I can watch you guys, I can exactly to watch you. So that's that's the saving grace. Yes, I <laughs> love the performances. They've been singing live too and sounding yeah. great. The girls sound awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned, the chemistry between the four is really really good now. Uh, and yeah, I think the choreo is really fun. It's been fun to watch <laughs> the challenges too, like on Instagram, because obviously they're getting other idols to do yeah. it with them. And it's so yeah. funny because they have to keep it so tame. Like everyone's like scared to move their hips, I guess, or yeah. scared to like dig into it. Yeah. So every, it's, it's so tame for the challenge. So it's just that funny because it's like, oh, like no one else is willing to like get dirty with them. So I think watching them actually perform it then is even more satisfying because the challenges mm-hmm. are so bland, I guess. And uh, not yeah. it's not their fault at all. You know, this yeah. is just the climate that they're in um, yeah. but i always appreciate cards choreography because they balance the kind of co-ed aspect mm-hmm. of them really really well there's yeah. always mo- there's always moments of femininity of masculinity soft yeah. moments harder moments um the girls always have their own thing going on the boys have their own thing going on but like the boys the two of them are willing to get their hips going yeah you know, they're willing to do the body rolls they're willing yes. to do the more kind of softer more feminine things as well so i really appreciate that like the four yeah. of them fully commit to the entire piece of the choreography and it gives yeah. a lot but it is cohesive at least so yeah i appreciate the performance a lot okay this one i really like i'm gonna just give it a nine people need to support them more so the whole minors and k-pop conversation can just get zilted you know what i'm saying because more of this and supporting of this means more, you know, adult friendly or like age appropriate things. So nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so refreshing for K-pop. So yeah, I will also give it a nine. Up next, we have Dreamcatcher with Bon Voyage. I'm joking. I love the way they say it. Here they are with Bon Voyage by Olander, Dorf, Pepperoni, Olive, and Maddox. We've seen these names before. We have mm. a couple of our reviews from the past. Be sure to check those out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Dreamcatcher's an interesting one because it it feels like their momentum kind of stalled a little bit the past Ooh. few comebacks. I don't know if you feel the same way, but for me, it feels that way. They won um, first place, I think, with their last comeback, so it's a little weird. But I just think sonically, though, like maybe success wise, they're getting bigger. But sonically, I like oh. I much preferred kind of their earlier stuff. You're right. Yeah. It usually happened because Monster X when they did Drama Rama, I was like, this is not what y'all do. Mm. So yeah, go off. But yeah, I actually do think, though, this song's awesome. Like, yeah. it, it's returned to form, and it's more refined, yeah. I think, than their older stuff. Because, you know, obviously they're known for this kind of, like, J-rock yeah. thing. Uh, but this one is super refined. I love the intro, how pretty it is. It's quite deceiving as well, right, um, with yeah. how pretty it is. And that just makes the whole song a really fun ride, because you kind of come in and out of it the whole time. 
-hmm. And I think the chorus is really, really great. I love the kind of staccato band. You know, like kind of the first half of it before the band fully, fully kicks in. Yeah. Super, super satisfying. Um, I especially love the second verse as well. I think Dami's part is a for sure a highlight. Always look forward to it. She sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And there's a proper climax here as well. That you yeah. get the chance of the, you know, Bon Voyage. <laughs> the yeah. band is like that. going so off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really impressed with this song. And I, ever since I heard it, I've gone back to listen to it a lot, actually. And they just got their third win with this one. As they should. Yeah. Um, this song, like you said, the beginning of the song is like really heaven. This group is like an anime theme song. Like every time their singles come out, but you can just kind of picture it. Like there's a main protagonist, like you know, with their eyes closed or some bullcrap as the the first verse is being mm-hmm. sung, and then before the rock comes in, the heavy hitting head banging intro card, and then as the verses and everything plays along, you're meeting the friends along the way, and then the chorus comes in, where it kind of just rushes toward that bridge, and you're fighting the big boss and spoiling the whole damn anime in the opening which is why i don't watch them anymore all right this group they've never really reached our um our list of like is it boppins it's not for lack of not yes, wanting and to you dreamcatcher fans i don't know the yeah. name of the fandom but you guys voted it in so yes. it's awesome so thank you for that because honestly we've talked about like girl groups are kind of adjacent like purple kiss i've been trying to talk about pixie for the longest time but they haven't had a comeback of significance yet where people are like yeah vote for the both for the, both the men excuse me but dreamcatcher they've been around for a minute now and they are literally one of the only groups that sound like this so they have a, a great chance of kind of standing out and the way they stand out is with their vocalists they have people who actually can sing their faces the oh, heck yeah. off uh they have a gr- they have an ace in um Xion. I am not in this fandom, but I can tell you who Shion is when she is singing. Like I can, oh, that's the one who's you bake her face coming off when she's singing. That's that one. Um, like she can, when she's not giving her whole body to dance, she'll hit the notes. Even when she is, she'll hit the notes. Um, like you look up her singing speechless, as you already know. Um, Sua does a really good job as well, because I think it's Sua, if I'm not mistaken, and Shion that actually share the choruses each time. Um, it's, it's not, no, it's not Xi'an. No, it's not Sua. Oh, no. Oh my God. What's the other girl's name? It's not Sua, but there's another girl. Oh my God. Again, I'm not in the fandom. So definitely correct me, um, uh, fans. It's Xi'an and another girl that share the chorus. And then they switch it. The other girl and Xi'an, they do it. And they both sound really good. One just is a little bit more like punchier in terms of vocal delivery, but still they can hold it down. In the bridge, it's so nice to hear because then you have Sua who sings that little high note, and then you have Xi'an knocking us out the park like it's Smash Brothers. And I'm like, yo, this is what happens when you have a group that's focus- focused on vocals. You have hmm. to push it. You have to keep pushing it. You have to kind of keep introducing new things to people's ears. Otherwise, it's like, what makes the song good? Mm-hmm. There's a key change. Hello, slight change. Just enough to kind of give you a little bit more energy. There's an outro. There's 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 movement. There's dynamism. Dynamism. We love that word here <laughs> in this song. <laughs> And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think I need to ever watch the video again. (laughs) 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 To really get the song because the song literally just follows this weird like anime protagonist thing. But aside from that, it also is not that engaging as the song is. So I almost kind of walked away from it. But then I watched them sing it live and I was like, okay, it's it's worth the... the (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, did you see their encore stage when they won? Because that vocal, yo, they killed that. 
Oh man. Okay, yeah. So the video. <laughs> wow. What a disappointment. <laughs> it yeah, is so boring. Like honestly, all the scenes I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this before in another K-pop video. I I think the positive I can get from it, I guess I appreciate the juxtaposition of the flower and plant scenes versus kind of like the cold concrete and stone scenes like i get what they were trying to do there i thought the little moment with the thun with the lightning or whatever um was interesting at least though i thought it kind of took place at a weird part in the music video um so yeah that's really all my thoughts on it because it's just nothing memorable at all yeah yeah, I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm gonna just I'm gonna agree with him. I did think the effects were kind of interesting because I was like, yeah. <laughs> again, it was giving anime like show. Like it's just one girl in the flowers. We have to save the princess, and she owns the one with the powers, and they're saving someone else. I'm like, what is going on? Um, I mean, for the, the song is very uplifting, right? And it's meant to be kind of like, you know, wishing someone a good a good good, good wishes as they go on their travels. I'm not saying the video didn't do that. I'm not saying that. But again, like you said, there was a lot of generic shots, like walking up the stairs, walking down the stairs, uh, flowers. And then there's one scene where the girl turned around several times over and they just kept repeating it. And I was like, who did this? This is this is diabolical. Uh, why are you doing this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, luckily, like I said, their performances have been so captivating. One thing yeah. about them, they'll put a show on. And mm. in their choreography, there's a part right before the chorus where... Um, she oh Yu Hyun that's her name the other singer Yu Hyun and Shion each of their parts for the choruses they hide behind a member and then come out and I'm like I love that I think mm-hmm. that is so cute and it fits with the music because there's like that staccato kind of moment so they're kind of hopping out as they're singing that part and it's like oh I like this it's engaging um, the choreo is very typical girl group but it has fun moments where it switches up in terms of like. Uh, groove or maybe like a little bit of intricate kind of movement. If it's like a dummy section, there's some, some hip hop motion. I love toward the end with the bridge when they come and do a cannon, that ripple. I think oh, that's yeah. so pretty. Um, and then again, at the end, they kind of just knock it out the park. But you know what they don't do? That I really appreciate is make the person singing the lead in the chorus hit all the moves. And this is why. So they can sing. <laughs> so yes. like, I love that so much. Yes. Um, they only come in for like the bon voyage, which is very like typical learn this part of the mm-hmm. dance, you know, things. But please, can you imagine if you're trying to belt your face into their like no, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, well they actually sing live too, which is good. They do. Um yes. yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I don't love the choreography, but I've actually never loved the choreography for Dreamcatcher in general because I think they because they have this intense mm-hmm. rock thing, mm-hmm. them doing kind of the pretty girl group thing for every single song like i feel like i get that that's kind of how j pop kind of works as well yeah, with this yeah um so i get that that's also like a thing and there's an audience for that but given how global everything is and again how saturated the girl group market is now mm-hmm. this is a cool opportunity to get a choreographer that wouldn't normally do yeah. a pop group yeah. to kind of come in and do something really cool with them yeah. like this yeah. one especially because the song is so dynamic you had like contemporary moments for kind of the mm-hmm. softer parts. And then you get like, I don't know, just something kind of more weird. Yeah. You know, like I think of like center stage, you know, at the end of center stage, they're like, we're going to do I... something cooler. Yeah. You with know? the red. And the... Yeah. Like it, I feel like they have an opportunity to like do really different things. And yes, yeah. that maybe would be a risk 
but mm-hmm. I think that would really help because for me, the choreo just feels generic and yeah. it feels like you could take like another girl group's choreo and just put it over the song. Like the musicality just re- isn't really there for me. Mm-hmm. I saw what they were trying to do with the chorus. You know, I mentioned those staccato moments, mm-hmm. you know, and then there, there, there's like a little ripple kind of thing where they like all yeah. hit out at times where they all jump up at, at certain yeah. times and they tried, but it, there's something that just it isn't, it's not the meaning. energy doesn't yeah. match the yeah. song's energy. So it feels a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, I feel it could be so much more interesting than it is. I agree. I hear what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So cause... I appreciate the live vocals, yeah. but the choreography itself is just typical. Yeah. yeah, I have that in my notes too. It's just typical girl group. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as a oh. song though, I actually really enjoy it. So mm-hmm. I will give it a nine. How about you? I'll also give it a nine. And if you are a fan of Dreamcatcher, I'm so sorry for, for like forgetting everyone's name, essentially. Um, but let us know how you feel about the song and what do you what would you rate it? Kind of slide it up against a lot of their other singles or even there's some B-sides. Put us on, mm-hmm. y'all. Put us on because we got snatched up a little bit with this one. <laughs> yes. All right. So thank you again to everyone who voted. There were a few songs that almost made it in. So we're going to do some reactions exclusive to Patreon, but we will put some highlights. So stay tuned to our socials at CC. TV Pops. We're going to talk about Boy Next Door, the new Eugene's brother group. There's Black Swan, which Shan almost got into. Then there's CIX. So yeah, come over and join us at CCTV Pops. And of course, stay tuned for next month when we do the review for June. And you can help vote for which songs come on this episode. And you can also hang out with us and the crew on Patreon to get priority choice at CCTV Pops. And we'll, like I mentioned, be posting polls as well for you to vote on everything. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications for our YouTube channel. And if you're enjoying the show on a podcast platform, please give us a follow, rating, and review. Until next time, that's Jan. That's Chris. And we are signing off from CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Pop show.